Welcome back, Seekers of Strength, to another exciting episode of Gathering Strength, the podcast where we dive deep into inspiring stories of individuals who embody the true essence of resilience, determination, and leading by example. I'm your host, Ruby Rube, and today we have an extraordinary guest with us, a first-time Ironman finisher and the founder of Lucid Motion. Adam Turay. Have you ever wondered what it takes to conquer the grueling Ironman competition? What drives someone to push their physical and mental limits to achieve such a remarkable feat? Adam, he's going to take us on his journey, sharing insights into his experience, the mindset that fueled his success, and the transformative impact it had on his life. Just in case you don't know what an Ironman triathlon is, hey, you're going to learn right now. It is a 140.6 mile adventure. It consists of a swim bike run. The swim is 2.4 miles. The cycling is 112 miles, followed by a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles, all in the same day within a 17-hour cutoff window. And there's a phrase in the endurance world that it is more than the miles. It doesn't stop there. Adam's story goes beyond personal achievement. He's a passionate fitness entrepreneur who's on a mission to help others reach their fitness goals. How does he inspire and motivate individuals to embark on their own fitness journeys? What are the secrets to creating a lifestyle of health and vitality? Intriguingly, Adam is not only a fitness enthusiast, but also a dedicated family man. How does he balance his role as a husband and father with his demanding fitness and business pursuits? And what does it mean to him to lead by example for his child? Join us for an enlightening conversation that explores the intersection of passion, purpose, and perseverance. Discover the lucid motion of a man who's not only an Iron Man, but a real-life inspiration. But before we get into the interview, let's kick off the podcast, as always, with a quote from the GOAT. Warren Buffett, the greatest investor of all time, he said, The more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you gonna learn today. I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing and dominating in the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championships. That's right, I want you to look jacked. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. Why? Because life is heavy, and we're not always going to have a spot. Luckily for you, I got your back. Now that we're all warmed up, loose, and limber, let's get into the heavy lift. Hey, Ruben, how are you? I'm doing great. First of all, congratulations on finishing your first ever Ironman. Kudos. Round of applause for you. Thank you very much. Um, that took place, what, um, October 23rd? Uh, whatever the last Sunday was. Yeah. I think it might have been the 22nd. Or was it the, maybe the 23rd? All right. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so last Sunday, you went mm-hmm. 
the Ironman distance, 140.6 miles. That consists of a 2.4-mile swim, 112 miles of cycling, and a full marathon of 26.2 miles with a cutoff of overall of 17 hours. Now, right. first of all, you know, um, let me introduce you to um, to the listeners, to the to the potential people whose hopefully lives that we can possibly change the tra- trajectory. You know, we want to infuse a little bit of uh, positivity out there because there are so many people out there who are, you know, scared to venture out into the unknown and try something new, try something different. Now, on the line, I have uh, Adam. Adam, how do you pronounce your last name? Adam Touré? Yeah, you got it right. Um, Yeah, I think French, like Touré. All right. Uh, Adam Touré, I have you on the line, and you are the founder. It looks like you have your own business. Um, Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Because if I'm able to... You know, give you a little plug on that aspect. You know that that can be beneficial for you as well. So, can you tell me a little bit about your business? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, I founded Lucid Motion with the intention of doing a couple objectives. So, number one, uh, diversifying endurance sports. You know, in endurance sports, um, there's some marginalized groups that are not represented and not present at these types of great events, and I'm trying to create more equity in the, in the playing field with that. And uh, number two, I'm just trying to get the everyday athlete out there um, so they can prove to themselves that they can do um, hard stuff. They can do big things. Ironmans, half Ironmans, or uh, half Ironmans, yeah, half marathons, um, all of that, biking events. So um, I'm really just trying to um, create positivity in that way. That is a grand gesture. It's awesome to be able to inspire other people to, yeah, step out into, you know, um, into pushing their boundaries, stepping out of their comfort zone. When you first signed up, how were you feeling? Did you have the the fear? Mm -hmm. Did you have the nervousness? Did you have the anxious feelings of possible failure, possible Mm -hmm. injury? You know, I'm going to have to sacrifice the things that, you know, I've come to know and, and love. You know, for example, like maybe staying up a little bit late, watching a movie, having to get out of bed a little bit earlier. Can you tell me about what inspires you to go on the Ironman journey? And essentially, what did you learn? What, what did you walk away with? Yeah, so many things there. Um, I would say all those things you mentioned, the fear, trepidation. Um, anxiety, you know, uh, I started my Ironman journey, I would say about in 2017, um, I was a new dad. Um, I was kind of in between jobs, the stress of life, um, was definitely present in my life. And, uh, Ironman came to where I live here in Santa Rosa, California. And I, Mm. I, I visited as a spectator Yeah, and I was in terrible shape and, um, just, saw these athletes um, uh, finishing and um, just persevering and I was inspired. And so I thought something came over me. I thought, well, hey, if they can do it, perhaps I can. Um, You know, I saw the last tail end of the race. So it was kind of the people there for recreation more than trying to podium or um, set personal bests. But um, 
And uh, so I tried half Ironman. I went to Boulder, Colorado. And um, well, I mean, before that, I did all the groundwork, right? And, uh, and uh, I noticed my energy levels were going up. Um, I was losing weight. I was becoming more confident, <clears throat> excuse me, confident due to my training. Uh, good things were coming to my life. I, I found a job. Um, I was finally the father I wanted to be, the husband I wanted to be. And so um, after Ironman, uh, half Ironman, Boulder, Colorado, I just really wanted to share that experience with as many people as I could. And I couldn't help but notice that, you know, there are some uh, demographics that don't partake in these events um, at an equal, you know, um, equally as others. And so I really made that my focus target audience. And um, I've been, um, I forged my own endurance company um, and and, uh, leading up to this race, you know, um, I was actually inspired by one of my athletes to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I've always been scared of the long distance Ironman. It just seemed like something that is just, I mean, when you describe the distances of it, it just seems. It's, it's daunting. It's a tall it's order. Daunting. Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah. And Iron Man's logo yeah. is anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. anything is possible, even failure, even injury, yeah. even the the possibility of you quitting. Hey, maybe signing up and then putting in those long solitary hours by yourself and then figuring out hey you know what this is not for me anything is anything is possible hey even greatness even your manifesting the best version of yourself even that's possible yeah yeah i think they i think that they hit it on the head with that slogan i think it's it's all those possibilities you just listed right there no doubt. Now, in 2017, you saw uh, from a local race um, people mm-hmm. doing the Ironman, and you witnessed perhaps, you know, there's something that blows my mind. People who are older, seemingly more out of shape, you know, o- old ladies, old men right. who look, yep. you know, weaker, but hey, they're smoking you on the bike. They're passing yeah. you up on the swim. They're passing you up in every single aspect. So it's like, man, I yeah. don't get it. it. It it blows away the the preconceived yeah. notions that we have. You know, essentially, it's don't judge a book by its cover, um, because right. you can have the muscle bound guys who are just you know mm-hmm. out there struggling. You know, just walking, yeah. and then hey, here comes a little old lady passing you up. So it, uh, so yeah. once again, you were witness to greatness and greatness. It inspires other people. If you have the right mindset, a growth mindset, if you witness someone doing something and you have a fixed mindset, you're going to say, hey, must be nice. They must have all the support. They must have mm. a babysitter. They must have been doing this for years and years. They just must have all the advantages that I don't. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Getting support is pretty um, is 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 an important factor in all of this training and and racing. Um, so when I think when people don't have the support system um, and they're still getting it done, um, it makes you wonder um, what it is that drives them still. And I just think people are amazing um, at their ability to adapt and uh, overcome hurdles. So. You had yeah. said that um, you're trying to expose other people to 
um, to the triathlon, to the Ironman events, people who would not be subjected to something like this. And so, so the triathlon world, it's three sports. It's a swim, bike, run. But I'm going to add in the, the fourth discipline that people don't talk about, and that's the financial discipline. You need to have mm. your finances in order because the bike is not cheap. All of the gear, yeah. the nutrition, <clears throat> the training – it all costs a lot of money. And there was a woman who I knew, um, she had her sights set on Ironman California. I did the one last year. And she had her sights mm -hmm. set on Ironman California. And, man, she was putting in so much time, hundreds of hours of cycling, you know, thousands of, of miles. Um, and and she, last minute, she had to bail out because she couldn't afford a, a, a plane ticket. Now, one of the little things that I have intertwined my endurance, um, my endurance aspirations with is the mind, the, the, the body, the spirit. And then also, you know, as a byproduct of all three of those things being in tune, uh, having a strong financial situation because the discipline that a marathon or an Ironman or venturing out into the endurance world, you experience a lot of discipline. Mm -hmm. So you're able to mm -hmm. forego instant gratification for mm -hmm. a higher value uh, goal in the long run. Right. And that that's also applicable in your finances as well. Now, can you, um, during your Ironman journey, did you feel that, you know, yes, your body was physically getting stronger, but were you able to intertwine that growth in every aspect yeah. of your life? Did it permeate every aspect? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's holistic growth. It's holistic discipline. And that's what I love about uh, endurance sports. That's how it changed my life. Every facet of my life grew better yes i got in shape um yes i got faster um all those things however i was also as you mentioned much more disciplined with my wallet much more just um balanced emotionally um sleep was balanced it just everything um collectively became better in my life and that's one of the first things i tell people who are new to the sport or have questions I'm like, this This sport will change you. This sport will change you for the better. Um, it's not going to be just a cool event you go to. Um, it's not going to be just a cool story. Uh, get ready to have um, a whole life experience. Um, it's so true. It's so true. Now, tell me if this yeah. resonates with you. I found that the more that I had my outside life in tune you know, the, the job, my household, my chores, mm -hmm. my marriage, my fatherly duties. When I had mm -hmm. all of those things in order, I was able mm -hmm. to put forth a longer training session, a harder, more intense training yeah. session because I, I was out there with a clear conscience. I was able to focus mm -hmm. on essentially the luxury of having a strong body, having the luxury of you know, the, the courage to step out on a Ironman journey. Now, when, when I was in tune and I had everything in order, I was able yeah. to push harder. Is that something mm -hmm. that, that, that you experienced? Um, you know, because if, for example, if I have 
you know, ma- uh, a, a mountain of debt or my house is right. falling apart or, you know, there's something going on in my children's lives or I'm fighting with my wife or, you know, co-worker, then all of that uh, dis- discordance is going to be with me yeah. for the entire duration of the swim yeah. or the bike or the run. And that's going to affect me. Yes, no, no doubt about it. <laughs> um, and in fact, I did, I did experience um, some kind of, you know, trying times during my training this year. And what, one thing I noticed is that my heart rate would go up. Um, I would begin a session and it would take me much longer to kind of um, calm my heart rate. Um, I'm a strong believer in heart rate training. And um, so if I was really um, bringing stress into my training sessions, Yes, mm-hmm. it was not as good of a session. Um, but uh, if I might, if my ducks were lined up, um, then you know it was a much more beneficial, much more efficient training session, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're out there on a long bike ride, you know, for example, can you take me through like one of your heavier training sessions? Were, were you mm-hmm. by yourself? Did you have a group? You know, oh, just yeah. take me through that 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 process because the Ironman yeah. requires that you go into deep water, that you go into yeah. literally a, a body of water, and then you go into a deep yeah. cycling ride, and then you have to go yeah. into a deep run. You know, it's right. deep water and it's voluntary yeah. solitude. So, can you tell me, you know, what were some of the things you were thinking about that propelled you mm-hmm. along your journey? Uh, yeah, I mean, during my training, um, with it being my first training, I wanted to do things that were harder, uh, than the actual race. Um, you had a great time, by the way, you had 13 hours. That's a a phenomenal time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I, um, you know, I'm also a coach, so I'm, I'm aware that, you know, of kind of what intensities you need to train for various, um, uh, races. So with this Ironman distance though, I didn't want to go into, um, too high of a training intensity. I wanted to go just above, um, kind of zone two, kind of more of a tempo pace going into the training. Um, some of these trainings were very ugly, especially the ones, um, um, just before the race. Uh, so I was, you know, one thing I love that I have access to is a bike trainer. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a Zwifter, so I have this set up in my garage and, uh, I I love the convenience of it, but it, it makes the, uh, bike sessions, bike sessions, incredibly monotonous. (laughs) You're just kind of staring at your garage walls, you know? Yeah. Um, That's that's that mental fortitude. You better have a big reason why and many whys you are doing this. Yeah. So I was, you know, on the bike trainer for, I mean, six hours at a time, sometimes just staring in my garage at 5am. Yeah. And, uh, just, you know, um, and just, so it kind of made the bike leg, um, the real one on the race seem amazing. Cause I mean, I was the, the countryside of Sacramento is gorgeous and, um, you know, seeing a bunch of people is fun and feeling the elements is nice. So, so you you're, know, you're, um, you're a family man. You're, you're married with, uh, are, are you married? You single? What, what do you got going on relationship wise? Yeah, I'm married. Uh, my wife, Dana, uh, I have an eight year old daughter. Um, you know, I, so things are busy at the house. My wife works full time. I have another 
besides coaching, I have another full-time job. Um, and uh, just, yes, <laughs> very busy all around. Were you able to bring them along that journey with you, you know, talking about nutrition, talking about, you know, discipline, setting a goal, you know, a little bit of sacrifice because, you know, like I was saying before, you know, you had to forego, hey, perhaps staying up a little bit late with your child or wife to get in some good rest so that your body can recover because guess what? You have Mm -hmm. a big training session in this season of your life. Um, so yeah. were, were you able to bring them along and e- immerse them mm-hmm. in that journey with you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I had the greatest support I could ever ask for. Not going to lie. Um, especially on the nu- nutrition and my wife is a, she eats very healthy food. She knows how to cook healthy food. Uh, that was incredibly important because I do not know how to very, uh, to prepare healthy food very, very well. Um, my daughter, um, I think she sees the hours I put in. Um, she gets inspired. She would just, you know, stick her head in the garage when I'm on the trainer and ring the cowbell or like, nice. you know, hand me a towel and uh, ask me if I need more water. Um, you know, me and my daughter play this game. Every time we see a runner, uh, we always uh, rate their run form. There you go. And, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's you know that's something that, yeah. that that I would do with with my son. I'd point out someone on the bike, point out someone on the mm-hmm. runner, and I'd be like, "Hey, son, they're getting after it." Oh yeah, right on. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So here here are a, a couple things that uh, I would like to point out to um, I identify that are some characteristics that that you have that other people would use as a excuse to not do something. One, you're married, so. You know, you don't need to go on an Ironman journey or anything like that, but they would be mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm married. I already have my wife. I don't need to take care of myself anymore. I don't, um, you know, all right. And then yeah. you're, you're a father. Mm. You know what? Um, I, I, I want to put this time in into my child. Um, I want to, you know, just be a helicopter parent or I just want to, <laughs> you know, spend all this time with my child. You have a job, <laughs> multiple jobs. And, uh, you know, you're, you're also a, a, a bigger man, if you don't mind, a big, handsome, big, handsome man. Ah. Well, what, what is your, your, your stats? How, how tall are you? And, you know, yeah. what, 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 what are you weighing? Yeah, I'm, I'm not very tall, but I'm pretty heavy. I, um, so I'm about 5'10", but um, I, you know, I, I, I carry about 185 on me. Um, so, I, you know, I came from a sports background. I used to play football and baseball, so kind of always being muscular was beneficial. So um, this endurance training was a departure from my traditional training norms. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not one of your light, lightweight, uh, aerodynamic <laughs> uh, cyclists, but yeah. Yeah, so um, once again, you know, pointing out some of the barriers that, mm-hmm. you know, prevent people from, you know, putting their best version forward, you know, my philosophy as a married man is you want to give your significant other the best version of yourself. You want you don't want to let yourself go, but hey, all right, I got my significant other. Now I can just let it all hang out and be loose. Right. But, you know, if you are in a good relationship and you have a good perspective on marriage, you want to elevate yourself. You want to 
you know, eat right, yep. sleep right, take care of yourself. You want to embody your philosophy. And as a father, you know, um, we we can't be around. And, you know, to be honest, our children, they don't even want us around 24-7. <laughs> you know, it's good to give yeah. our children some space. Now, while we are yes. giving our children their space, hey, guess what? I'm not just going to go off and, you know, um, do any self-sabotaging habits you know i'm going to set a high goal right. and i'm going to show my kid and i'm going to talk to them about hey you know what i'm doing this and i'm doing that because daddy has a big goal and i want to you know thrive during this race rather than suffer mm -hmm. so hey guess what i'm gonna go to bed on time i'm gonna eat good food i'm going to drink mm -hmm. at, you know water i'm not going to drink any alcohol i'm not you're not they're not going to be seeing you doing anything right. that is detrimental to their health because you know we can say hey do this and do that but mm -hmm. children are a monkey see monkey do they're going to yeah. copy the things that we do and if they see their fathers or mothers or you know caregivers you know um being active stretching their bodies you know uh taking mm -hmm. some deep breaths you know that is going to be setting a a awesome foundation for them to grow up and evolve into a respectable human being yes a hundred percent a hundred percent you uh you have to be what is that quote um be the person your your son or daughter uh wants to be wants you to be um yeah so and i think the longer you spend in this endurance business um training um those kind of just good habits become more natural um I admit, um, you know, when I first, before I started out, um, you know, I was a young man, I was partying, uh, maybe doing things that um, weren't very good or sustainable for myself. But, like like um, everyone else going through the journey, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's not um, very hard for me to avoid those vices anymore. And then in fact, I don't really crave them. <laughs> I mm -hmm. like, um, I like feeling healthy. I like going to bed early. I like enjoy just the simple things in life, eating good food and, uh, you know, sp spending more time with my family and, uh, yeah, just, um, just, just living happily, I guess you could say, you know, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, living it up every now and then, you know, having a, a beer or a blunt or a bong, just a, whatever, a donut, an ice yeah. cream, a snicker bar, sure. some Doritos. There, there's nothing wrong with that, but there is something wrong with it when it is overindulgence, when you yeah. are, when it's starting to zap away your money, your time and your energy and separate you from the people who care about you the most. Um, right. Yeah. So the Ironman journey, it is more than the miles. You get into yes. it what you put into it. The return mm -hmm. on investment is a – it's deposited into your real mm -hmm. brokerage account, which is your lifestyle. And, you know, the, uh, that's something that, that you can't buy. There's an old saying, uh, Frederick Nietzsche, he said that um, uh, health is wealth. And for mm -hmm. uh, you know, I want to add on to that philosophical um, uh, phrase that that philosopher said, you know, hundreds of years ago. He said, "Health is wealth," and I'm going to add that discipline is the legal tender. Now, when you're disciplined, that is how you pay for your health, mm -hmm. and that is the wealth that a individual gets paid. That is the return on investment: mm -hmm. a healthy body, yep. a healthy mind. Uh, 
a fiery spirit. And as a byproduct, yeah. man, the, the buff bank. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice added bonus. No yeah. Because it, 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 it really permeates every single aspect. Now, um, do you know anyone else who has done a, a Ironman or are you the first one in your, in your world? Yeah. In my circle. Um, I mean, I've met some, um, kind of people in, in passing, but, uh, as far as people in my immediate circle that I hang out with, um, yeah, I'm the only one. Yeah. Um, did did you have any books or podcasts or mantras that helped add some fuel into your inner flame? Hmm. You know, I did not. Um, now, you know, I got to be totally honest with you. I really just trusted my training. I did a lot of research. You know, I learned a lot when I got certified becoming a coach. Um, I'm I'm on Instagram constantly uh, researching training tips and things. Um, Can you recommend you know, any I, any good profiles that um, you know you've gotten some yeah. really good insight <clears throat> from? Yeah, definitely. There's one called the Run Try Bike. Mm. Uh, these it's a an endurance um, podcast um, such as yours. They, they they have an endurance newsletter. Um, there's a lot of athletes that inspire me. I, I love watching Lionel Sanders, you know, YouTube videos, yeah. um, his intensity and fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, just, you know, I, I've just learned my own body over this process. And I know when things feel right and when things feel wrong. And I know, um, I, I know how to recover and bounce back. And uh, I think in this kind of, in this game, in the endurance game, you got to have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, because your plan A is is going to uh, wear out, or uh, things are always going to not go accordingly in a race. For example, I got a flat. Um, you know, uh, I mean, all things considered, my race went pretty well. I guess getting the flat was the only thing that went wrong, but I uh, definitely had to kind of. Um, you know, overcome that. I'm not a very good bike mechanic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, point being, um, I was lucky. Uh, I'm a coach and I, ha- I have, I have skills. Um, but, uh, there are a lot of good resources out there that exist if you, if you need them. Yeah. Very cool. Um, when you are doing a six hour cycling session, what are some of the things you're thinking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm doing a, quite a few things. Um, you know, I, I love, I'm a music guy, so, uh, music makes, makes me kind of get through anything. Uh, and I'm also checking my heart rate. Um, but I guess, you know, kind of more exciting things I'm thinking about, um, uh, the feeling I'm going to, what's it going to be like when I cross the finish line? There you go. Um, Visualization. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right. So. I'm thinking about all the hours that I put in and just kind of like, what's this going to feel like? Um, and, uh, yeah, but I, I do, I do know it's also good to just kind of not think too much and just kind of just be, enjoy the moment and just let it go. Um, and, uh, I think, I think in this sport with, with such long race sessions, such long training sessions, sometimes you got to just have numb your mind a little bit and just, just spin the legs a little, right? And um, and uh, yeah, just get through things that way too. 
you know, as a father, you know, because you have a, a Iron Man under your belt, and I'm certain that, you know, this is just going to be a stepping stone for you. You have much um, grander aspir aspirations that are going to come in your horizon. You know, this isn't the, the end-all, be-all for you. You're a goal-oriented man. Now, as yeah. your daughter or your, your wife, whoever is in your mm -hmm. life, you know, the people who you are guiding on their fitness journey, your words are going to land with a heaviness because right. you have, you know, you have this Iron Man feather in your cap. You know what it takes to to uh, to achieve a a very hard goal. Um, yes. Is there a, you know, so for example, when you first signed up for the Iron Man, you know, you had that nervousness. You had. You know, you you knew you you would be able to do it. You're open for the challenge. You were willing. Hey, if need be, fail. You know, for for whatever mm -hmm. for whatever reason. You, you know, because uh, once again, anything is possible, even failure. Now, yeah. what are some? What what is a piece of advice you know you would give to someone who is living a more sedentary life, who doesn't have the mm -hmm. mindset and the fitness and the amount of courage that you embody, but you know they're yep. considering signing up for a five k, and they're facing the yep. same amount of fear that man this five k these three miles that's gonna take me an hour, you know yeah or however long <clears throat> yeah you know what what what's something that you would in, encourage them to to think yeah. about yeah uh i've i've coached people like this and yeah. one thing to one thing to to re to remember is that um it's it's not a race i mean it's it's just about hanging in there for for a good chunk of time you just go at a low intensity most of stuff most of the stuff is zone two just kind of just put the feet over one after the other and just hang in there. Um, you know, people are going to pass you up. Um, that's okay. Let them go. Um, it's, it's, you know, I think in, in, in our lives and in, in the sports that we play, we often um, compete with each other too much, but the beauty about endurance sports, it's something completely different. We're just there to uh, live in the moment as long as we can. So, um, I trained someone earlier this year who couldn't hold the run for longer than 10 seconds. Well, she completed um, a half marathon in San Francisco this year. Oh, wow. And we just, nice. Yeah. That is powerful. So, <clears throat> yeah. And, um, you know, she got the endurance bug and we just kind of just changed her mindset from just, just, just find your slow, comfortable speed and just hang there. Just get that muscle memory. And just hang in the zone and um anyone it, like you said earlier anything is possible anyone can do this they really can and uh some people see a little more motivation than others but I, I'm, I'm a firm believer anyone can do this absolutely yeah on the whether you're running a marathon or a ironman i have seen a sign it says a 90 percent mental right yeah so mm -hmm. you know one of the you know one of the aspects that really enhanced my life by going on this Ironman journey that I wasn't anticipating, but I'm so glad that I received this intangible asset, was I was to, mm -hmm. I was able to develop my own philosophy, or I was able mm -hmm. to identify my own philosophy 
uh, reading, running, clarity, mm-hmm. repeat. Reading, running, clarity, repeat. So when I was out yep. there, you know, for six hours and then a, and then a two hour mm-hmm. run, like I, I'm, I'm one of those crazy people. Like I don't listen to any music. Um, so it's mm-hmm. just me, me and my thoughts. Now, yeah. one of, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I actually wrote a book that the book is called uh, Every, Everything is Fuel. And mm-hmm. on, you know, some of my my best and most brilliant thinking was during like deep voluntary solitude on an Ironman run. And the mm-hmm. the conclusion that I came to was, you know, everything. So as a law of the universe, energy cannot be created mm-hmm. nor destroyed. It can only be transformed. Yes. Now, all of the pain that we have ever felt, all of the hurt, all of the slights, mm-hmm. all of the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. That is all energy, but it is mm-hmm. the human that doesn't have the the right coping mechanisms. They numb it. They dilute mm-hmm. it. They don't want to face the truth. They yep. there's some self denial in there. Now, when I was out, like I was saying, you know, by myself, doing putting in the work, I found that I was able to tap in to those hurts, mm-hmm. tap into the slights. Hey. And you know everything. I I remember. Yeah. I, I remember everything. I was even going all the way back to to identifying <clears throat> problems with my grandfather. <laughs> you know mm. how how my grandfather was parenting my mom, and then how my mom parented mm. me. And I was yeah. able to use all of that as fuel, as I was saying, the good, the bad, the ugly. And yeah. I was that you know there was moments <clears throat> of beauty where I just felt like I was in 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 um in like a natural high ecstasy like feeling yeah. so grateful to have a strong yeah. body out in nature i'm all pumped up sweating yes. steam is off going off my <laughs> head i was like oh this, this is yeah. badass and then those moments uh-huh. you know when when i wanted to give up i'd be like hey this person over here wants me to fail they want yeah. me the, the devil you know i i um i am yeah. a a christian so i'm like you know what my enemies want me weak the, the, the devil yeah. wants to keep me in bondage and, and, and addicted and, you know, bound by my yeah. vices. So I'm like, you know what? I'm using all of that for fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Use whatever is at your disposal. Absolutely. But I love what you, what you, what you listed off there and um, where you were able to tap into. Um, yeah. It's pain is a great fuel source. Um, I certainly had, I, I'm similar. I'm similar to you. Um, I I had some old demons that I would tap into. Um, I almost feel like people didn't want me to be here, or especially um, being an endurance coach. And um, I feel like a lot of people thought I was an overachiever, and kind of would kind of think I was being a little smug by maybe posting a run video mm, or, oh yeah um, oh yeah you, you think you're better yeah. than, you think you're better than yeah. me over there yeah. posting a, you ran 13 miles oh does that make you yeah uh, you know all this and that's like no nah, man I'm just sharing right. what I do this is what I do yeah yeah my, my intentions were, were were so good um but uh you know I've gotten over that kind of um, insecurity and uh, I know yeah. what my intentions are I'm just trying to share love and share um, a healthy habit with people I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get your attention on me and um, my gains uh, just trying to show you something that uh, would benefit you but um, yeah I, I understand what you mean completely <laughs> um, 
about finding motivation. So, yeah. so, so check this out. Um, you know, going down that that rabbit hole a, a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Let's say you know you weren't on this path, you weren't living your lifestyle. Let's say you were the complete opposite. You did the complete opposite of everything you were doing. You were you were mm -hmm. binge drinking, overeating, overindulging, spending all your money. Mm -hmm. You were a dickhead. You didn't have your own business. This and that. Blah blah blah. Guess what? You know what? There is you know well, you know first of all. You know, your, your, your wife, she'd get tired of that, right? You know, we can only deal with uh, yeah. so much. Uh, your, your, your employer, he's not going to deal with an unreliable worker. And guess what? So there is someone out there right now who wants your job. And, it, you know, I, 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 I want to be frank about this. You know what? There's someone who, who, wants, who wants me to mess up so bad. They want mm -hmm. my relationship to deteriorate. Because they mm -hmm. want, they want my house, they want my job, they want my wife. They want to step into the role that that I am occupying, and you know there there's people out there who you know we may know or don't even know who just want what we have. They yeah. they, they, they they want it, and you know what? It's like not today, not today, my right. guy. I'm putting in the work. <laughs> this is mine. Yeah. You know, I'm putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm convinced there's people there who are, you know, ready to swoop in on your well-earned charms uh, <laughs> at a moment's notice. Um, but I, I, I try to pay them no, no attention. I'm, I, this fit, this fitness journey, this, this triathlon journey has me on such a euphoria that, um, you know, maybe I just don't notice them, but, um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure they exist. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, can Can you tell me? Um, can you tell me about your 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 race day? I I, I understand mm -hmm. that it that it turned out it turned out to be very rainy. Let's see. 2000, yeah. 2021 was the bomb cyclone. It was a mm. um, it was a one in a hundred year storm, like a storm of a century. And mm -hmm. it, it shut down the race. That one was canceled. And then I did 2022, and it was like 40 mile an hour gusts on the right. damn on, on the bike. And then this yeah. and then this year, it what? Can you tell me about the the conditions this year? Yeah. Did, were you able to dodge that bullet because you finished so fast? Uh, no, I definitely caught some a lot of it. Um, th this year featured wind and rain. Um, I, the winds weren't like last last race last year. Uh, but the rain was just incredible, though. Um, I'll tell you, like, I, the winds got me first on the bike course, the second half, and the rain. Um, and, in fact, I thought for a moment it was hailing because, you know, when you're riding your bike and you're going pretty fast, when rain hits you, it, it hits hard. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of it was coming in behind my shades and uh, blinding me. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and so – the run course is real, was really where it was kind of scary. Uh, you know, it was getting dark. Um, I was wearing cut off a cutoff sh uh, kit, and um, mm. I noticed my heart rate was starting to spike, and I couldn't really explain it. Um, but I think I was experiencing the onset of hypothermia. Oh wow! So I was like needing to dig deep into some new tactics and, and and so i was on mile 12 and i'm like well gosh i have so much 
left to get home or to get back to the finish line. <laughs> so I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, what I did was I drank a ton of water to, to combat the hypothermia and that kind of worked a little bit, but I was still spiking the heart rate. And then I ran intervals back to the finish line. I ran for 0.4 miles hard, 0.1 miles rest. And I just repeated that until I made it to the finish line. Um, but yeah, my socks were completely soaked, shoes soaked. Um, you know, it's as you could, you've run the rain or you've run in the mud. I, I think I saw your, your, some of your runs and uh, I'm sure you do quite a bit of trail running and you know, the feeling, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, um, and I loved it to be honest. Uh, I, I'm a Rocky fan, you know, I, oh, I felt yeah. like, uh, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, it was fun. I, I was able to kind of, um, you know, revel in that moment, but I could see how a lot of people could wither, but, uh, I was kind of thankful and, um, maybe thanks to God, I, I was, um, resilient and all that. Yeah. During my, uh, my 2022, like there was the forecast of like, Hey, it's going to be super windy the day before perfect weather, the day after perfect <laughs> weather, but the day of yeah. Four, expect forty mile an hour winds, and now yeah. you know that that um, that forecast is starting to be spread amongst you know the the participants, and there was like you know griping. Mm -hmm. There was people who were, they were like, oh my god, well, they they were just like complaining, and I was just like, hey, yeah. good, bring that shit on. I don't <laughs> care what I don't care what the day yeah. is gonna throw at me. I am yeah. tackling this. I am. I'm just like, dude. Whatever. I yeah. don't. I don't care if whales start uh, yeah. falling out of the damn sky. I'm just gonna be <clears throat> maneuvering. Yeah, that yeah. was that was mindset. My mindset, and that's the mindset you really have to be in. You just gotta yeah. be ready to get punched in the face and start punching yeah. in the face. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I'm. Um, I totally agree. I loved it. I. I, I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, do you have any more uh, any more races coming up? Uh, anything else planned going on? Uh, my race season is done. Uh, I'm going to um, take some time off and um, you know really focus on growing my business, recruiting more athletes for the 2024 season. Um, I recently uh, became a uh, community leader with the Run Tri Bike community leadership program i'm one of three coaches in the united states that got elected oh nice and um i'm looking to set up more community training events for free in the san francisco bay area and um just kind of reach out to marginalized communities and do kind of free clinics so i'm really just taking this time to set that up um i, I can't wait to spend time with my my girls my wife and my daughter yeah you know they uh they had to see me kind of um, training a lot these past few weeks, of course. But um, and I can't wait to hit weights. You know, I I miss lifting weights. Um, there you go, about to get um, jacked over this this, uh, yeah. this winter season. Yeah, <laughs> get get jacked, put on the muscle. Um, <laughs> nice. I uh, yeah, we 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 moved recently. Got a personal gym in the garage, so I can't wait to kind of really. Uh, put some hours in there right on hey well uh congratulations on your ironman finish bravo um Thank that you. that is a huge accomplishment I i'm proud of you i'm sure your family and everyone you know is is um is is proud of you um can you uh can you 
give the listeners who are living in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, once again, your business information. Um, you, were to- you were talking about some clubs. I will send some links. Yeah. Um, uh, in the footnotes of this podcast episode and feel free to, to reach out to you for some training tips, advice. And if you're looking to get into yeah. the, uh, the triathlon world, holler at Adam Ture and he can get yeah. you pointed in the right direction. So go ahead. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, my endurance team, uh, is lucid motion fitness. I am the head coach and director. Um, and you can, the website is lucid motion, lucid motion fitness.com. Uh, my Instagram handle, um, lucid underscore, uh, motion underscore fitness. And, um, I'm going to be running some free clinics. They're in development now, but they're going to be in the San Francisco Bay area. And if you think that endurance sports are crazy and you have not worked out consistently in a while, I would love to prove you wrong. I pretty much, uh, can guarantee you I will get results for you and I look forward to talking to you further. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story, share some insight, share the valuable lessons that you collected along this Ironman journey. I'm appreciative of, of your time, your effort, and your journey and your resilience. So these are the pe- people like you are the people who I'm trying to connect with because, man, it is not only empowering for the people who don't know people like you, but it's empowering for myself as well. So I appreciate you so much. I'll let you go so you can get on with the rest of your weekend. Tell the, the family that Ruben at Gathering Strength said hello. And thank you so much. I'll let you go. Thank you, Ruben. Have a beautiful weekend. Take care. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. That'll do it for today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find Adam Ture and the services that he provides on Instagram, lucid underscore motion underscore fitness, or simply go to his website, www.lucidmotionfitness.com. Of course, he's on Facebook as well, Adam Ture, endurance coach and founder at Lucid Motion. And while you're there, hey, go ahead and look me up too. Ruben underscore Quavis. I also have a Gathering Strength podcast social media profile. I think it's just called Gathering Strength. But that's it. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.